Get ready for the podcast. I address anything on my mind. On time with the lines and the lyrics rhyme. And you know you can press rewind. Podcast, you can talk what you want to say. Here go the microphone. We can talk all day. I got time to listen to your thoughts. Feedback. Just let the man talk. And welcome to the Wolf's Den podcast, a podcast for gamers, to gamers, and about gamers. Um, as you guys can already see here, I have a very special guest with me on this episode. This is episode number two here on twitch.tv forward slash Wolf Den podcast. But uh, yeah, I accidentally did not save the VOD, so that's going to be disappearing. So AM in the mornings and I will definitely have to redo another one of the podcasts. But if you guys are in fact here on the Twitch channel, make sure you guys give it a follow. Also, make sure you guys also subscribe to the channel on YouTube, Wolfstan Podcast on YouTube. And if you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, anywhere, make sure you guys give us a follow. Thank you guys so much. It is free content for you to listen. It's also free content for you to subscribe and give a follow to the Twitch channel. It would mean a whole lot to me. So let's dive right into my special guest today. He has almost 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, and he hasn't posted in four months. But in a way, the guy is a full-time content creator, being in almost every single no-game lobby. Guy is a content creator, helping no-game and doing a whole lot for him and with him, becoming great friends. I couldn't be more excited to actually have a good friend of mine. He is also my off-screen advisor. He has helped me put the channel, uh, the the podcast, onto all these different listening sites such as Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it. Because of him, we are doing it. Gave me that advice, helped me work through it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Shadow Flame. What's going on? Oh, Who's good? Man. We're finally here. We're finally here. Oh, <laughs> it was good. It feels good. Yeah. So, uh, what, like, like we were talking about be- just before, I didn't realize you had almost 3000 subscribers. Yeah. Um, it, it just, like I said, you, you get one or two videos that pop off and you have to just keep going from the consistency, which I had before, which I've lost now. That's what gets you there. I mean, I'm look. I went and took a look. It's like you've only got 52 videos posted. Yeah. How did you grow well, at such an amazing rate like this? Well, obviously, I have no good help for a decent amount of it. But before that, it was just post video. If one took off, you post a few afterwards, which keeps the audience there, and then you just promote subscribing and all that as much as possible. You know. You don't want to do it too much because then everything feels fake. It feels like you're just doing it for attention, but you right. push it just enough so that people will subscribe. People will want to follow you more and just stick around. You just make your videos fun and staying at the end of the day. If if people, if if you create, if you're creating content that people want, people will stick around for it. All right. Fair. You know, that, that might be having to be something that I have to I personally myself have to figure out then. <laughs> Hey, I'm oh. I'm still figuring it out myself. So, hey, you know what? We're you're growing at a phenomenal rate. I mean, just on Twitter, you were saying that you actually blew up on Twitter this year around. You know, yeah, this year I kind of uh, 
just oh. I, it, it popped off. It went it went for a bit of a mother's for a few weeks. Okay, so here, so you already know what we're gonna talk about. You already know all the stuff mm-hmm. that we're gonna you know kind of talk about. And then there's gonna be things that you know they might come up as a question, but you can't deep get too deep. Yeah. So, um, also I did forget to mention at the intro. I just want to shout put this out there. Um, on my personal channel, I am doing a charity campaign for St. Jude's Children's Hospital this month of September. And I have brought that campaign here to the Wolf's Den podcast. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube, a link is going to be down in the description below. And uh, if you guys are listening on all the other sites that just to listen, um, you guys are going to have to try and find where it's at. Personally, you can either go to YouTube or you can even go to my Twitch channel or the Wolf's Den podcast Twitch channel and eventually it'll pop up in chat they are on timers so even if i'm offline they will still pop up for you guys just so that way you guys know um you guys want to know the real story of why i'm doing it it is highlighted in my personal channel twitch.tv forward slash tyler mcd 65 underscore and that way you guys can see why i chose to do it all right let's get back into the business we are going to talk about shadow flame you were in the uk right Yes. Yeah. What What's it like? Because currently it's just past two a.m. for you. It's uh yeah, you know it's 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 a weird thing to be doing, you know, because obviously a lot of the friends that I have, thanks to this community, are uh, Americans. So yeah. over, I'm going to sleep at say seven in the morning, waking up for five p.m., getting on, staying on till. <laughs> about four or five in the morning coming off going sleep so it's it's it's, it's weird but you, you get used to it after a while so are you in college or are you still in high school what, yeah I'm, I'm i'm in college you know second year second year uh, of college yeah which oh is uh, i had to have a lot of sleep before this podcast because obviously this is at 2 a.m and my college starts at 10 so oh man I'm going well, to sleep in between that well let's hope we can Let's hope we can get you out of here by three uh, thirty at the absolute latest. Nah, I'll, I'll, I'll sit till five. It's all right. Oh God, no! <laughs> oh God, I, no. I, don't, I don't think I can do a two-hour podcast <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Last week's spot, uh, podcast only lasted about an hour and fifteen minutes, which was nah, uh, it was like perfect timing. Perfect. Yeah. A.M. in the morning made it. We made it easy. But uh, so. Growing up in the UK, exactly like what areas of the UK did you grow up? Well, grew up in a, a place called Rochdale, which is um, not not really. I won't say it's the worst place to grow up in the world, but it's not by any means the best place. It's uh, it, it, it can be a, a bit of a dodgy place, but no, nah, it's um, it's 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 not bad it's not bad at all so like could it be like something that you know could be sketchy and all that for you yeah if you if you go the wrong places it's uh, not the best place to be but now growing up you you learn how to you you learn street sense don't you and you 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 know not not being funny people know where to go not to go in places right i mean the sketchy the the sketchy places even in the nicest places so it, it is what it is so I mean, you've learned, you know, we're we're not we're not yeah. to go, so that way you don't get stabbed or something and get robbed. Yeah, basically. Okay, I mean, it's, so. it's, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's always the that's always the best thing possible, right? At that point. So, we'll just uh I mean, if you I don't I don't really know. Is there what was you like have have you been around the UK a whole lot? All over the UK or You know what? Up north I've actually been a fair amount around up north. It's just down south that I've not been. So mostly up north. Okay. So like where where at exactly? Like give me another major city. Been to York, been all the way up to Scotland, that was fun. Went on a holiday up there. Um been to can't remember the name of the place now. We we just we just go on uh like little car journeys every now and again and just have fun. So you guys, Wherever so you, we end up, we end up. So you and the family would travel a lot and everything. Yeah. Like yeah. So, I mean, how did you even get into gaming then? Because if you, I know growing up for me, when I would travel, I wouldn't game as much. And when we stopped traveling because the recession hit, is when I really started to ramp up how much gaming I put in. I, I, I'd say I got in quite young. I mean, I don't remember um, doing this, but I did have a Game Boy when I was younger. And I know that because obviously my parents told me about it, but I don't remember doing that. So I'd say the first like major um, memory I had of getting into gaming was uh, playing the GameCube around at my grandparents. We'd have the, the entire family come around for like a uh, nice tea, and then after that we'd all go up and play on that, which was that was nice. Yeah, I miss I I miss the GameCube. It was Amazing fun. console. Amazing. So okay, so what was your favorite game playing on the GameCube then? This will determine how awesome you are. When I first started, probably Metroid. Metroid was an amazing game to play, and then I played um, that one. Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Played that. I think it was Goldeneye. It might have been something else, but I'm pretty sure it was Goldeneye. I don't think I've ever heard of that game. You oh no, you're missing out. Um, Super Monkey Ball as well, which is getting remastered for the PlayStation Five, and I am definitely going to buy that when it comes out. Oh, you're gonna absolutely that love it! Best game ever. You're gonna be all over it then. Like, oh, I'm gonna, be, I'm <laughs> gonna stream it and everything. It was, it was amazing. Do you st- okay? So you just said that you're gonna stream it. Do you? Oh, 100%. So, so that's how much you actually love the game. That that game, I doubt you. That game got me into gaming. Okay. Okay. You know what? That's fair. Well, then, what uh, was your favorite? What, what was the one that you was going to be itching so came, for me to say? <laughs> so when it came to the GameCube, it was, you know, it was a lot more of the racing game. Like, mm. you know, those, those types. I didn't have a specific favorite because uh, I only played that, like, at a buddy's house, and that was about it. I, I grew up on PlayStation. But the GameCube was really like the fun aspect of everything. Like it made, it was just weird how the controllers were compared to a PlayStation or an Xbox. But it was yeah. just even like the Nintendo sixty. Mario Kart was the greatest. Mario Kart is an amazing game. It it is. It really is. But uh, all right. So you grew up in the UK played video games and you travel a lot did you play any sports when i was very young no um but as i got to probably i'd say about 
nine-ish. That's when I started getting into football. Eight, about eight, nine-ish, I'd say, I think it was. Is eight, when nine. I really started like getting into playing sports. I'd watched sports before that. But I'd, I'd never play sports because they just didn't interest me enough to play them. But then about, I'd, I'd probably say it must have been about eight, nine-ish is when I started wanting to play football. But um, never, never got hev- too heavily into it. No, so like no, it was, it was when, just so, a fun thing to do. It wasn't as if I wanted to push it for a career or get really good at it. It was just a fun thing to do. So when you say football, you're not talking about like what we see today no, as I'm probably, I'm you know about the, here in the, here in America. The you, game that you play with your feet and a ball. We, we call it soccer, while you guys yeah. call it football. Yeah, it is what it is. It's just what different people call it. Isn't it? It's not. I, it's not too deep. I mean, around the world, it's called football, but then you get here. In yeah, America, then you get to it's, like, it's like we, soccer. We call it we call it soccer. It's like what? Why? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, there, there are places in the UK that call it soccer. I mean, there's a um, football, right? I don't know what you call it. It's it's it's, it's like a almost a like training facility, I suppose. I, I I don't know the exact word you call it, but it's called soccer factory. You know, it's which you think will be an American-based thing because obviously soccer, but I, I suppose just different. It's 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 what people prefer to call it rather than I mean, definite. We, I mean, thing. we I know that the NFL is trying to get American football to go over to the UK more and more, mm. playing these games in London and everything. It, it, I think it'd be quite interesting to see a um, an English American football team. Oh my god, please. You know, no. I'd, I'd, we I'd we don't need how... that. We don't need that. I'd, I want to see how they stack up. Because no. I, I personally feel like... God. We, like... With, with, with England, you know, we've got rugby, which is a very close um, sport to American football. I'd, I'd like to see how our players could translate into American football players. I think it, 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 they'd either do really well or absolutely terrible and there being no middle ground so when for me growing up i played football american Mm. football and then uh like when i got into college we didn't have an actual football team we had a rugby club that we were starting and i played for all of like five games and then yeah i ended up having to give it up for personal reasons and it was like I could translate into it, but I played for all of like, you know, five weeks. That was it, Mm. you know, and didn't really learn a whole lot. I didn't learn how the game really played. I didn't learn positions, but my wife, I ended up marrying a rugby player. Oh, wow. So she married a football player. I married a rugby player. That's just how it worked. And uh, yeah, she is a big fan of New Zealand. She loves the New Zealand. Yeah, the old blocks. Yes. I, will say, I don't watch rugby too often. But when I do, I always enjoy watching it. Because it's, it's one of them where I, don't, I feel like if I watch it all the time, I get bored of it. But watching right. it every now and again is amazing. To watch. Like, like the Olympics, for example. Yeah. You know, if they, if they were on every day, you get bored of it. But it's one, once in a while to watch, it's amazing. See, and I love watching, I love watching soccer football mm. and i love watching i watch the euro cup every four years oh. i love i hate watching the olympics version because it's not as good 
but I love yeah, watching like the yeah. World Cup and the Euro Cup every mm. every year. I love watching them. They're they're great. It's good, fun entertainment. But I'll tell you it, what, the atmosphere when either the Euros or the World Cup on it, it it's it's unmatchable. And what? You know, I mean, when the Euros or the World Cups on the the atmosphere just around oh, oh, yeah. the entire country it's it's, it's unbeaten. You know, oh, yeah. I, I think. The closest thing you can get to it probably is the Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah, but I I agree. Even you know, they, it, when it, it came to the to this year's Euro Cup, it just felt like the energy. Oh yeah. It felt like it, it you felt know, surreal. it was amazing. It, especially watching England versus Italy, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But my problem was is that I didn't get English Channel. My commentators were speaking Italian, oh. <laughs> and I'm like. I don't know what they're saying, but they're super excited. I can tell. Yeah, no, well, it, it, the English commentary on it was uh, it, it it was good. It was heartbreak at the end, but at the start, I was so sad, was, dude. I wanted I wanted England to win it so bad, just because it's like my bo- okay. So my current boss, the guy that I work for, he's from England, and oh. What? So when we were talking about the Euro Cup, I was like, hey, you're going to be watching the game? He was like, yeah, I don't know. They're playing Italy. Italy's really good. And yeah, they, they, they deserve it. And I was they, like, oh, come on, dude. You need to watch it. You're from the country that, and they're hosting it. They have a chance this year. He was like, yeah, I don't know. And then he was like, well, who's your favorite? What's your favorite country that you rep- that you root for in the Euro Cup? I said, Scotland. He was like, "Oh God, <laughs> you should have never said that." Wow. Okay. No, but there's there, there is that rivalry between um, England and Scotland, but there's also that respect, I suppose. You know, I mean, if if I saw Wales or Scotland or even Ireland win it, I'd still feel proud of them. Well, they're all you know, part, in my there's, view. There's that they're... rivalry, but at the same time, we're all close to each other. Yeah, so I mean, it, you guys are all, not, in a way, working together, you know, yeah, as yeah. the UK, not just England, Scotland, and Ireland. You guys, the three countries, all work together. Yeah. Well, I said, there, 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 there is that rivalry because we're that local to each other. You know, when you think about it, exactly. it's, it's like, it's, it's, I think the distance between Texas and, I don't know. Oklahoma. What's the thing in Texas? <laughs> Oklahoma. You know, that that's probably a bigger distance than it is between England and Scotland. Well, I mean, you can't get a Michigander for, and a, a guy from Ohio to even work together on anything. We, we mm. rather just chop our own dicks off and, yeah. and say goodbye. But, we, we hate each other. Yeah, you need that rivalry in life, but at the same time, if, if the other person succeeds, you've got to feel good for them no matter what. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, so this year I'm gonna watch the Michigan, and <laughs> what? Oh my God! I just looked at the chat for one second. All right, oh, so I'm gonna be watching the Michigan versus Ohio State game, and like I got super excited when I saw that Ohio State lost their football game yesterday. I got super excited, and my wife is like, "Why are you so excited?" It's like you just don't understand. Yeah. I mean, that's what me. I'm a massive um, Manchester United fan. Right. So see teams like Arsenal not having a win until yesterday in the league. That was that. That brings a bit of joy to my heart. 
I mean, I like the Manchester United club as well, but I can't ever find them on TV. So, I mean, I try and find news and stuff like that. I'm a big sports fan, so I watch I all the sports. sports. I mean, I think it, it was the last week that I was watching a UFC. Uh, I'm not that big because, on UFC, but when it comes to the UFC for me, I'm not that big of a fan just because it's like, I, I understand all this big hype around these big fights and stuff, mm. but there's always money involved somewhere with Vegas. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it, it could be rigged. Somebody could just give up or you won't. You, or like when, when Connor, boxing, though, you, you risk that but well, right when when Conor mcgregor broke his leg yeah at the can't... end of the first round it's like yeah. oh my god you're not gonna we're not gonna get to see the actual fight anymore yeah. he, this guy's gonna win just because he broke his leg and it's like all the talk and all the 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 hype around it just for it to end that way i, I was not not happy i was not a fan you do get disappointments like that, but I, I suppose 99% of the time you're happy, and you know, you've got that 1% of the time which is just, you know, you get something like that happen. But right. it is what it is. Right. That, that is sports, you know. So, alright, let's get into today. Your, your life okay. today. You know, you're, you're going to college, you're in your second year, mm-hmm. what are you studying? Uh, music performance. Music performance. Which is interesting to say the least is a uh, course i mean you're the second musician that i know of on the podcast other than maybe Satan. it was in orange orange yeah he plays guitar yeah, yeah i saw him play uh the stage on twitter by von Schoenfeld, which was uh it was it was cool to see someone else playing a song that you also enjoy playing I mean, that's why no. bring. That's more than just what us gamers all bring together. You know, we got mm. Orange who who loves music. He's in the military. Last week's guest, AM in the mornings. He's currently uh, also in the army, just like Orange. While you two also have that same passion with music, then we have Sadie's, who's you know, she's the first female guest that I had on the channel. And then you got Pure Green Creator. You two are in the lobbies together all the time. So there's another common factor with you guys. So I oh, mean, yeah, we, we, the entire community is connected in some way or another. Exactly. For better or worse. And, 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 and everybody has these special moments with each other of, you know, being what can bring people together other than just what what's the common interest? And everybody has common interest somewhere. And that's what's exactly, great. Exactly. So, so that's your life today of you're studying musical performance. What exactly is musical performance? It's um, just, just getting to know the ins and outs of uh, what it takes to make music a career, really. Okay. So um, you're about the promotional side of it. You're about, you know, being on stage, performing, and just, just, just learning the ins and outs of the industry. So you're pretty much learning how to be a rock star without just learning how to be a rock star. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just trying like to, so. So, in other words, it's like streaming because uh, you need to learn how to actually stream before you actually just. Yeah, you gotta learn how to walk before you or crawl before you walk. Kind of. Hmm. 
So, I mean, you're not going to be in... Are we going to see Shadow Flame in a boy band? Definitely not. Are you sure? It's it, the day hell freezes over is the day you'll see me in a boy band. Can we get? Can we get? So what? What's your instrument? What's your instrument that you play? I do play guitar. Guitar. So can we get you and Orange both playing guitar? We'll have my my buddy, my old friend from high school. Uh, he'll be your drummer, and then we have Pure Green Creator as your lead vocalist. You know what? I'm done. There, there's a boy band. Get You're together, in a boy band together, and you know what? That's that's the only <laughs> exception I'll make. That that I'll have. You're in a boy band. <laughs> I don't care that I'll have. That would be amazing. Oh my god. That would... Could you imagine creating on vocals? Oh my god. <laughs> I can only imagine. It'd be like, Hurry! it'd be amazing. It'd it be would. Amazing. It would. It, it, you guys wouldn't be a boy band. You'd be a, a hard metal uh, screamo band. Oh, could you imagine? Because <laughs> I don't think Create. I don't Create think Creator. I don't think Creator understands. You know, I I I can tell that he can rap with his hmm. voice. And so it's like, all right, there are some heavy metal screamo bands that do rap as lyrics, and then the that singer is also, you know, it's just screaming into the mic out of nowhere. Like Emus or something like one of the top bands that I loved growing up. I feel like he could pull that off. It's um It'd be, it'd be funny to see. I'd, I'd, you know what? If I, if, when I eventually do go over to America for a bit, which is something I do want to do in the future, we'll, we'll if if everyone's done, we'll get locked together, because oh, that that would be the most hilarious studio session ever. All right, Orange. I know you're in the chat right now because I can see your name all over it right now. You and Nighthawk. How about uh, Orange? You let me know. When uh, you're available, and I'll make sure Shadow Flame and Creator are available. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd it, just be, be cool. insane. So, but no, it's, um... go ahead. Go on, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Right. With COVID being last year, obviously it was a bit more difficult to do the course because you can't really perform when you're at home and stuck right. at home. Right. So, um, you know, there, there weren't much chances to do uh, gigs or anything, but hopefully this year, you know, I mean, music recorded, gigs, all that should be uh, on the way. So you play in concerts while in college? Yeah, the college sets them up. Oh, no shit. Okay, Which you know what? I like really that. <laughs> so, what, like, what would you say is uh, your favorite part of performing? on a stage in front of, you know, we'll just say a couple hundred people. Just the energy. The energy just of the... it is amazing. It's, it's, it's the same as content creating, you know. It's, it's, it's the feedback that you get and the, just the relationship with you and the community. So are you... It's, it's unrivaled. Are you nervous every time you're about to perform? Oh, 100%. You get... So, because you were saying that you were nervous on doing this. Oh, yeah. So do you get nervous going into like, you know, when you're about to record, you know, you're going to record this video or you're going to stream or you're going to be in this lobby with no game and all these people. The no game lobby is not so much because I've done it so much that you don't feel it anymore. You know, there's, there's certain ones where you do. So if it's like a very special lobby, then you'll feel it. But with everything else, I think you need the nerves 
because if you, if you don't have the nerves, then you'll mess up. Because if you're not nervous to do something, you're too confident in yourself. Right. You know? I mean, so I will. I'll be, honest, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Last time we, the last lobby that I did with you guys, you know, first lobby, I did very, very well. Because uh, thank you for for let, for helping me get into there as in the event portion. That was great. Um, and yeah, I made it all the way to the melee battle. But that second that second lobby, I I just piss poor. But, yeah, but every time I've ever awesome. gotten into no games lobbies, I've always been super nervous. And my heart starts to pump, and I get really sweaty mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It's like like not sweaty as in. I'm going to try and yeah, win. Yeah. It's a sweat as in I'm literally oh, yeah. dripping sweat on my body. <laughs> I mean, if you go back to the Black Ops 4 episodes I and mean, even some of the earlier MW episodes, I mean, you can tell in my voice that I was nervous back then. Right. But it's, it's, it's like anything. It's like riding a bike. The more you get used to it, the less nervous you feel to the point where it's just natural to do and normal. Right. I mean, my first time yeah. in a melee battle was on Modern Warfare. That's because Egg ended up helping me glitch in somewhere because I you always need that second person sometimes. Oh, yeah. So I end up getting into the melee battle and it's like, I was super nervous. It's like, this is my first time where I'm actually being spotlighted in a mm -hmm. melee battle. I mean, th that wasn't my first time in the melee battle. I was in that lobby where we had everybody every single person yeah. in the melee battle but being the first time that i actually am being spotlighted it made me super nervous oh yeah you do end up uh feeling it especially you know i've been on for an ultimate full four hours i think once twice and they're um they they can get you because then it's all the pressure's on you right you know and it's, it's not as if you it's not as if you're in a lobby with four people who are just gonna free throw and try and kill each other. No, it's it's all on you is the pressure. And that's what uh that that's that's that makes the nerves wrong. See, I I would say like that one melee battle that we did just recently on Cold War, I was super mm -hmm. nervous because it's like oh my god, I've this is my second time or this is my first time being in a melee battle Cold War. I haven't been in the melee battle in almost in over a year at this point. Yeah. But I've done quite a few lobbies since, but it's like first time in the melee battle almost a year. So that's what I mean. Those can either be your best friends or your worst enemy, because if you perform better with them, then it's like the perfect thing for you. But if you crumble, and you do worse with nerves, then it's still a lot harder for you to get through things because you need to overcome them nerves every time you try and do something. If you if you learn to use them nerves to make you better, then you can do anything in life. Right. I mean, I was super excited that I even got to kill on baby. <laughs> you know, no mm. offense to on baby, but it's like, oh my god, I killed one of the guys that could actually win these things. I mean, you know. everyone's got to start somewhere with it, you know. I started I mean, on BO4 payload, and it was a no specialist lobby. And I did a slide glitch into the bottom of the stairs, and I think no game said it was one of the worst glitches ever. 
Oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah. I came from there and now I'm here. So it it just shows that everyone starts somewhere. Oh yeah. I mean, you're, you, I, I don't have the time to be able to, to go and try and find glitches like you on baby and creator yeah. do have, you guys have those times to be able to do that. So let alone, I don't even know how to glitch on cold war. I see that you it's guys use the, you guys use the RC glitch, but I don't know especially how to that, do it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a mess trying to do all that. Right. So let's, let's get into that portion with no game. Okay. Obviously we can't go too deep into, you know, all the behind the scenes, but yeah. we can talk about some of the stuff. You know, I do understand some of the behind the scenes being with you guys for as long as I have been. Yeah, you, you can't pick up stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, what is the? How do you guys? You guys are telling him like, "Hey, we know this glitch on this map, and we try it." Or how? How do you guys go about that? If you can, it's basically just the getting together and running through ideas. You know, if, if you think you've got a very good spot for a thumbnail, um. Then, if it's a god mode spot and he can't kill you anyhow, then you'll send a bit of it, show it, and if obviously it's a good spot, it'll go, yeah, fine, you know, feel free to do it. If it's a terrible spot, you get shouted at for about 30 minutes, which is fun. Um, but nice, no, it all helps with it. Um, if it's a non god mode spot, then obviously you tend not to show anything because then it just ruin the lobby. So you know, if, if if he can kill us, then if we show him where he is, then it's, it just makes the lobby seem less genuine. If it's a god mode thing, you can show bits of it. Oh, you, 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 you never show the entire spot because that would that would get to the point where it just ruins it and it all seems fake. You know, you 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 show a bit of something to see whether it's a good enough spot. But after time, you learn whether it's a good enough spot to the point where you don't need to send anything. So, I mean, so no game has a semi ideas where you guys are, but not a clear picture. He doesn't know where we are, but he knows the idea. Okay. If that makes so, sense. Okay. So, so say, say we want to do well, this video, Nuke Town, under the manhole cover, yeah? Yeah. If we send that, we'll go, what do you, th we'll, we'll send a picture of something on a different map, for example. So it might be a manhole cover, it might be something else. We'll send a picture of something and just go, what do you think of an idea of us getting into something like this? Yeah, so even if it's just a um, room under the map, we'll go, what do you think of an idea like this? If he gives it the green flag, that means, right, we can look for manhole covers, we can look for uh, drains, vents, anything like that. So you send off an idea of something, and that's how you get the feedback. Okay, so, so he has this... He has if, a, if, an idea. Yeah. He just doesn't exactly know. So, yeah, so if, if, if we send off saying, you know, what do you think about being under the map uh, for whatever map we're doing next? And he goes, yep, like the idea of you being under the map, like under something. He Obviously, he will know we're under something, but he has no clue where. Okay, so let's say the... Uh, let's take it for the last uh, episode that we were in together on Nuketown when you guys went up to the actual freaking nuke. Yeah. Um, so how did that go about? How did he 
he want he says that he wanted to use that spot in the finding no game and he ended up going into the bus you guys you guys knew that you wanted to go up to the nuke how, how did you guys even get all the way up there i can't say the method but it's a mixture of game settings and using certain things in game okay that messes it up and causes it to glitch out like that but okay. with that we basically said well we knew we wanted to do that spot because we wanted to do it finding other game but couldn't figure out how to so we basically said because at that, that point you've been on the clock for finding no game and we said we want to do a spot similar to that but do it even better and i think he kind of obviously knew that we were going for something like the nuke or something like that but we 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 just say we want to do something that you know be, beat that you know get get further out or get higher up and you would be something like that either getting higher up on the map or getting further out okay and so that that's that, how it comes about that's how that came about for you guys okay mm. uh, so what if you can do you have any future ideas that you're already planning out with the guys i mean I'm getting on probably right after this call and looking on um, a certain few maps for some spots, some that we haven't been to in a while. Okay, so for the love of God, you guys do not post anything on YouTube about Vanguard. Please. Yeah, uh, made that mistake last year on Cold War. Yeah. Where in the base, I uploaded the Batman tools, obviously, which I got a lot of hate for. But you know, you, you, you live and you learn, don't you? Do if, I live where? If you where? don't make mistakes, how can you improve? Well, I, that's the thing is I don't want you guys to post it because I want to be able to master these glitching methods at the start. And that way I can at least have some type of fighting chance here with you guys. I'm sick and tired of, you know, running around the map because oh, he'll yeah. find me on these tiny little maps. Where... What I do like is there's with Vanguard and you know, I feel like there'll be more interesting stuff to do. You know, like in MW, you had right shield lobbies, you had oh, yeah, um, juggernaut oh, lobbies. I feel like in MW, I... there's gonna be stuff like in Vanguard, there's gonna be stuff like that. Whereas yeah, in Cold War, there, there isn't as many that you can do, right? There's not these different types of, of you know things that you guys can do, but I will say that Nighthawk ended up finding a glitch in Vanguard first night on accident. Oh. And it was like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Is it a method or just a spot? It's a method. It's a method. Oh, he already found, he already figured out a method and uh, I'll give you a hint. It goes boom. It goes boom. It's not using the death machine going up to a wall and shooting. No, there, no, no. Just, it? no, 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 no. It goes boom. All I can give you. All right, I'm not searching. I've got, I've got an idea. Yeah. Which I think it is. It, 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 I don't it want moves. to say it on stream. Yeah, it moves. Here, uh, yeah. hold on. Yeah, hold I'm, on. I'm with hold you. I'm with you. I'm uh, with you. No, yeah, okay, okay. 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 Yeah, I know that you're, you don't need to glitch to win because you pretended to be somebody else nighthawk no but even then like but, you know 
if if you if you look at me and Robbie's, and I need to stop doing this now because I think no against kind of cut on. But the end of MW start of Cold War, I had this method where basically I'd hide in a corner, wait for him to run past me, because I'd just I'd be just out of sight, wait for him to run past me, and then I'd move to another corner that covered all the other angles. You know, so you you just got to think of ways that he won't find you, which are not just hiding this spot, hiding that spot, run run here, run there. You've got to think of smart ways to break out of that loop which is difficult to do right i mean the the last lobby that the one where i actually won in the second round um mm. you can hear him in the video specifically say you weren't hiding there the whole time actually i was hiding there about maybe 60 percent of the time up until it was mm. like the final five and, that, and that's what you need to do i mean i don't want to give too much away here but you want to off the start normally nine out of ten times and you see it in the videos all the time if people are running around that's what draws his attention right. so if people are hiding it, it you know it won't focus on them because it's moving objects you focus on them first exactly so and if you're hiding for like the first half you probably won't die until at least 10 people are already dead and by right. that time you can run around because there's less people so it's it's less eye catching Exactly. So, so when I actually did move that spot at one point, he was chasing somebody and I can't remember who it was, but he was literally ran right past me. And you can see mm -hmm. in the video that my head is right there. And as yeah. soon as they ran past me, I booked it out. I hid somewhere just so that way I could see where he's coming from. And he went up into that spot to look. And I was yep. like, I was like, I moved and I'm happy I did. A lot of times, if he's chasing someone and runs past someone who's hiding, he'll not, I won't say every time, but 70% of the time, he'll, he'll see that person, but he'll keep going for the person who's running. So if you see him run past you and you think he's seen you, the best thing for you to do is move. Exactly. And which, if I see him run past me at every time he's ever ran past me, I have moved because I know his tricks. I've watched every single. Okay. I have literally gone back and watched this man's videos from day one's videos. Yep. And so it's like, I've learned how he operates. I learned his cutoff moves. I've learned how he moves around. And that's why this is the second time I've won a lobby in the second round. Just because I, I got uh, the hardest yet, the easiest to win. If that makes sense. Because, I, I totally agree because it's a free-for-all for yeah, everybody yeah if you get a lot of smart players in the lobby it's quite difficult for you to win but if you get a lot of new time players who just run around or hide in bad spots it's very very easy to win at that point exactly and that that map with the shopping mall and and everything it's one of yeah. the it's one of my favorite maps to play hide and seek on i love playing it there the last oh, yeah, because it, it, there's loads of different routes you can take places you can just sneakily hide behind it it's a good map exactly and he caught me the first the first time i played in a cold war hide and seek with him that was the map we played on and i tried to take the care package and i all of a sudden became a meme in the comments in that video of i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> and uh so it's like oh man 
like I just realized I was in like the top three mm-hmm. of people that could have won. And yet you guys what were all, yeah. you guys were all glitching somewhere and I can't remember where. The two best ways to get noticed in lobbies is either one, do really well. Yep. Or two, be really funny. If yep. you can master any of them two, that's how you pop up. I mean, look at Net, yeah? He's hilarious. Hides in a chair, is funny. Everyone votes for him. But then you look at, say, someone like me on Baby Creator, we're getting good spots consistently, and people vote for us. So if, if you are, if you come out and you do one of the two and you're really, you pick your strongest suit and go for that. Exactly. And if that's you, why. If you're really good at being funny, be funny. Forget about the hiding and all that. That can come later. Focus on being funny. Get everyone's attention. Then you'll be brought out more for lobbies. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I think I might have figured out something of just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Or the last time it was no, 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 no. Like I, yeah. you could tell in my voice, I was like, it sounded like I wanted to cry when he got me yeah. out of that Nuketown uh, map. And I think mm-hmm. that's because every other time that I've ever played, it was uh, yeah. always a something sad. It was like, you know, oh, man, it, it really wasn't anything. I said, you need that consistent thing, you know. Once, once you build that consistency of doing something, people start to recognize it. Oh, yeah. You know how in, uh, on my main channel, I always I have the duck sound. Yep. And uh, and I always go, thank you for the cool and just gurgle a yep. little bit. That's literally what I'm probably going to end up doing next time. If I ever get in a lobby with Ducky, because he's just like quack, quack. I'm like, yep, my quacks are better. <laughs> I said, I mean, with me on MW, I had the um, glitch guns for a while. Oh and my that god, those me, um, dude, those guns were so weird, man. That made me uh quite popular for a while in the uh in the comments, which was a good thing. But it's because I had that consistent thing that I could always fall back onto. Yeah, you're always like, pick up my gun. Pick mm-hmm. up my gun. You were very quick with it, so there were times where people didn't understand what you were saying, and he was like, yep. Oh, pick up his gun, it was shadow. And it's like, yeah, what you- the hell? <laughs> Exactly. You need, you need that things constantly go for. You yeah. Because that, that's what audience appreciate. Yeah. So with the Cold War customs, you can only max out at a certain number of people. You are the yeah. reason why No Game and Swifter can do their lobbies on Cold War with multiple different people. Yeah. Well, obviously, with, um, with that, there was. It was found by a, a bunch of people that you could save. Um, game modes you shouldn't be able to say basically so like combined arms 26 player game modes you shouldn't be able to save them in the game there was ways that found out that you could save them and I figured out that if you put one mode over another and glitch them together it keeps some parts of one mode and some parts of another so it kept, it kept for example the player count of combined arms but it also kept the team deathmatch game mode as a whole, so you put them together and it gave you the perfect mode to do hide and seek some. So, when it comes down to you know the actual customs, you gave me those customs by the way, as well. Yeah, so but you know how my customs are. You know, I had I talk with everybody, I don't have the, the power like Swifter to be able to use Discord 
because not everybody in my my customs likes to use Discord. I mean, I might get like four or five people that will actually do it. Where you got no game who doesn't talk with everybody. He's by himself. He can do that. Mm-hmm. So, I I mean, yeah, you brought me those customs, but then the chat yeah. the, the chat box breaks, and it's like, well, no point for me to do it. But well, then the unfortunate get... thing is, it, it with free for all modes, it caps at ten, no matter what. Right, and I was actually. I, I... Exactly, and that's why I started doing different types of things on there, like we're going to do this kind of game mode, we're going to do that kind of game mode, stuff like that. Mm. But it didn't work out for me, and that's why I quit customs for a very, very long time. It's just because it didn't work for me. Yeah. And well, unfortunately, with free-throw, it's, it's got this in, inbuilt cap in the game, which stops it at 10. Right. Because, I mean, for, for Swifter, for example, so I tried doing that since... I think it was just after or just before Christmas. It was that sort of time where I started it. And it wasn't until, I think it was April, that I got something down that was good enough to run. It wasn't free for all, because it was, um, still, it, I think it was 10 teams of four or something. No, not 10 teams of four. 10 you, teams of about three or something like that. You ended up figuring out something with the, his uh, with the sellout lobbies. For sure. Yeah. Which was... That would still be something that I wanted to try and pull off, but again, I would have to use Discord. So exactly. And it's, it it's, wasn't it wasn't viable for me to be able yeah. to use Cold War for custom. But I'm hoping with Vanguard, I can go back to how I could run it that way in Vanguard, how I do on Modern Warfare. Otherwise, my customs are going to die. I have no choice like but to kill it Vanguard, off. Because it is the Modern Warfare engine, you will be able to do it. Yes. Oh my God. You just made me the happiest man. Now you got to break the game for me. <laughs> I am 90% sure you will be able to have 48 player free for all. All right. So uh, customs are going to be a regular thing again on Vanguard. Uh, says Shadow Flame. 100%. 20 player free for all will be in that game. Thank God. That would be, uh, that would make my day, honestly. So let's talk about. Your your future. Do you plan okay. on going back into making YouTube videos again? Do you plan um, to do you plan to stream more often? Do you stream on Twitch? Streaming is a it's a it's a bit of an awkward one at the moment because oh it's one it's one thing I do want to pick up. But at the same time I don't know where I want to go with it. I don't know what I go down the YouTube side, I don't know what I go down the Twitch side. You know, I'm I'm luckily enough to be monetized on both so it's not as if I, i'll go all right i'll go to twitch because i can make money off that i've got I've, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to pick either one which i know quite a few twitch content creators unfortunately aren't able to so i need to make that decision first of which one i want to carry on and then that's where i will hammer out because at the moment i, I do a few on twitch here and there and then I do a few on YouTube, and it, it's just not, it, there's no consistency to it. I need to find that one that works for me. Pretty much just to be on a consistent schedule. Almost. Yeah, and, and just not have it where, for example, one week it'll be YouTube, one week it'll be Twitch, and then some people can't make it to Twitch, some people can't make it to YouTube. I need to hammer on just one. Right. So you're you're going to try and figure out these 
special things and you know like because yeah. we all know consistency is key but so is you know also just having a schedule so that way if, in case exactly. people can't make it do one type of stream maybe they can make the other exactly so well with that we are going to open up questions for shadow flame via the chat uh our numbers dropped for some reason but uh you know i wanted to give the, <laughs> i gotta give the shout out to vesmi viking waifu i refuse to call you by this name jeff <laughs> savage orange katashi and monkey boy live all for the follows within the past 24 hours um thank you guys we are almost halfway to the point of our 50 but i don't ever feel like we're gonna make it affiliate and i'm okay with that no you, you'll make it to affiliate i don't plan to it, 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 it's no you, you will though you will like i said it's just it, it will take time but you, as long as you believe that you I, we'll talk about this later, as long as you the, believe in yourself and i'm I, truly believing yourself anything can happen we'll we'll talk about that part when we go into the den overtime uh the after the after talk yeah but uh i'll just say that there's things that might be changing with it there might be some different mm. so if anybody's got questions that are in the chat you're more than welcome to to ask them now but uh, we'll talk for a little bit and uh just try and figure out things like what do you think of vanguard it's, it's 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 dividing me. I can't lie to you. It, it has. I kind of love it and hate it at the same time. Um, obviously, I think the game plays well. You know, there's there's things that you expect to go wrong in a beta, but as much as I love the actual gameplay side of it, I feel like the glitching community that we're having in MW, for example, in Black Ops Four, all them games. I feel like that is well and truly going to be gone for good in this game. Which, it, 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 it breaks my heart a little, because, you know, them times were... I, 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 that's when I first started off, and that's was, I'd argue, the best parts of the last, what, right. four years? You know. Right, and I mean, it's like, you know, I've seen a lot of people come and go, since I started yeah. playing in the lobbies in BO4, you know, there's no more Ali, there's no more Mr. Take Your Scar, there's no more Brad's Bullets. Um, you don't see the consistency of Bonham. Nighthawk shows up maybe once a month at this point, but that's timing. Sometimes some people can't make it, which it, it sort of gets bought. Exactly. It is but, but he changes up how who's gonna it seems like every Excuse me every title somebody ends up making a splash and this is what they can do and it's it that's amazing <clears throat> that's amazing because he's actually featuring a, a new people and yeah. we do have a we do have a question oh okay who is your favorite glitcher besides yourself oh see this changes per Call of Duty. I mean, at at the moment, I mean, Glitch Hunters is done amazingly this year. You know, is 
there's some of the stuff that he's found in this culture is being no i'm saying like who in. i'm saying like who is your actual favorite person who's your favorite glitcher oh, person wise yeah person wise oh um i mean obviously we've got creator and on baby they're amazing but then outside outside of that if we're talking People at the people currently doing it. Um, I mean, you've got all, all the UK crew; they're amazing. You know, you've got UK Bops, J Mark. Well, that that's because we share the same, you know, connection. Yeah, you, you guys know, are all from the same parts, and it's yeah. So you've got that. I would have to but say, then, personally for myself, I would have to say it would be Ali. He was always he. he just because I know that he found most of the glitches with him and yeah. Mr. Take Your Scar. Um, and then also, we have a connection. We use the same person to make our thumbnails. Yeah, you use... Um... Oh, Astronaut. Astronaut. in it. So me and him, we connected on Fiverr, and then <clears throat> he actually ended up having his Fiverr shut down. His Fiverr got oh. shut down. So when he told me about that, like, dude, I still want to use you. We can just do this one-on-one -on -one personally, and I'm going to, you know, shout you out, this and that. And when it came down to it, he, he got noticed by Ali. He got noticed by Vader. And mm -hmm. he, you know, he's been getting noticed more and more and more. And it's, he's, he's busy. He's a busy man. Thumbnail artists are great. The only issue is, I'd, I'd love to have one. The thing with my content is I need to, if if I find, say, a glitch tomorrow, I need to record, upload, edit, all that stuff before anyone else finds it, which can literally be a matter of hours. So I don't have the time to wait for someone to go through and do all that, unfortunately. So it's a... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have one, but I've got to do everything myself for the moment. Right, you know, uh, he's actually pretty quick. I, I can DM him at 2, 3 o'clock in the, in the morning, day of video, where it's like, hey, this is going to yeah. be posted in like 12 hours, and he'll have it for me. And he's yeah, I mean, doing... So, I mean, he, he's doing a lot with... For me as well and it's like dude you're you're making this you know you're helping me more and more with this channel than you. yeah i have the utmost respect for all thumbnail artists because you know from doing it myself for the last well three four years you know you can you can see the literally the progression on my channel of me going from a screenshot in a game to fully edited fully ready to go you know, right. half of these thumbnails type thing. Even right. though I won't say I'm amazing at them, but right. I can yep. respect the effort that goes into them because I know what it's like. Uh, yeah, I mean, making thumbnails are not the easy. But we have one more question, and then we're going to wrap it up here. Cool. What is your favorite COD? Personally, mine's Modern Warfare 2. That was the first Call of Duty. Oh. that I played that game in the prime, and it will forever be my love. I've probably got two 
there's Modern Warfare 3 because that's the first game I ever, well, first Call of Duty game I ever played. I think I had it on the Wii, which was a weird, weird experience. You know, now that I'm playing console, I understand how weird it was. But um, back then, because I didn't use the other console, I, I ended up um, basically getting my parents to buy it for me because I thought everyone else on the street has it. You know, we, we all, all of them are enjoying playing it. I know I'm knowing it old enough to have the game, but you know, can I have it? And I eventually managed to talk them around and getting it there. I remember just playing it for hours and hours on end and just loving all the maps. So Even the co-op size, it was so MW three, so MW three for you, MW two for me. Yeah, we're, also, we're... also Black Ops three though, because that's my favorite of a zombie experience. Oh my god, no! I hate Field three. I hate it. I hate the jet, the jetpacks. No. I hate jetpack Call of Duty. Personally, look, I'm half terrible. The music player and the zombies though were amazing I, on that game. I'm not a zombies person. I'm I, okay. So like, I'm, I was halfway pretty darn decent at BO3 multiplayer, but God, do I hate jetpacks? I hate them. Hate them. Hate them. I was, Just I was, don't, ah! multiplayer. I was the worst player in the world. I think that was back when I used to play 2020 sensitivity as well, which was, I could not do that if I wanted to today. God, I, no, I, I, I think it was from advanced warfare to, I think it was till about World War Two or Black Ops Four. I used to play Max Sensitivity all the time, which, I, I, looking back, I don't know how I did it. Cause now I play six six or seven seven. Oh God! But, hey, uh, are you I, looking I at? Are you, are, you, are you watching chat? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you get to answer that question. Uh, I mean. I'll, I'll, we'll see. I've, I've got I've got to do a few things after this to finish it. So we'll, we'll see about that, uh, Xander. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna we'll go into the den overtime. If you guys are on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you guys can actually listen to Spotify, we'll uh, the den overtime is after podcast kind of talk. You know, get their thoughts on the podcast stuff like that. And uh, you can only see it live at twitch.tv forward slash Wolf Den podcast on Twitch. So with that, you guys, we are going to wrap it up here. Stick around. If you guys are here on the Twitch channel, we are going to just do a little chat and then we're going to move over to the main channel. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Any, uh, any advice? That'd be the last thing. Any advice advice for upcoming for upcoming content creators or even people that are thinking of getting into content creating. No matter what you do, be consistent at it. Because as long as you're consistent at it, you're constantly putting out what people want to see. And that's the most important thing. If you've got to be putting out what people want to see. If, if you upload five different videos and one of them does really, is one and say they all the rest get two and one gets seven views. Yeah. Whatever you did to get that seven views, you do that again because that's what people want to see over the other stuff. If if one thing does really well, you do that. You keep doing that. You hammer it home until it blows up. Better myself, dude. Every, seems like a lot of us all have the same exact points and the same exact, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to this grind. All right. We'll see you guys on the other side. 
And I will see everybody or you guys will hear me in the next podcast. And I will catch you guys in the next one.